Up and Adam in the morning. Live here. In studio, my friends from the Falconry Experience. We got Sammy. We got Anita. What is up, ladies? How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. This is, I have the cutest little owl on my finger. And it reminds me, like, it's it's the weight of just, like, I don't know, it reminds me of, like, a little heavier than a cockatiel, but it reminds me of, like, Rocky being on my finger. Oh, yeah. And you feel those little nails. and I know, uh, the little sharpness. This is a screech owl? Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. Tell me about a screech owl. Um, so, one of the smallest species of owls in the world, but it is our smallest. Uh, no, we have we have pygmy, pygmy yeah. owls here, too. They're even smaller than this? They're smaller, smaller than that. They're about this big. Oh, my God. Are you They're kidding? Like, that was, like, an inch and a half, two yeah. inches. Like, yeah. Literally, like. That's the whole owl? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. They I gotta like Google this. Grams. The craziest so thing, though. What's it called? Pygmy owl? Pygmy, yeah. yeah. And they live in, like, saguaro cactuses and stuff. They're but pretty these cool. These guys are so camouflaged. Like, you hear them all the time, <sighs> right at dusk. You'll hear them screeching. But I For have sure. yet to see one in the wild because they're so well camouflaged. Well, owls do that well, do they? They do. Yeah. They fly basically silently. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of them do, right? Yeah, all and, of them. And then they just, ha- obviously, they're nocturnal, so, you know. Actually, crepuscular. What's that mean? It means active morning and, and night. Like, just dawn and dusk, dusk. Dusk and dawn. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you can get them. So, when it's night-night, they're not doing anything. Middle right. of the night. Right. But owls are super simplistic, and they're opportunistic. So, if they're sitting in a tree and something goes wandering underneath them the in the middle right of the into, day, there you go, yeah, there. They're, they're still going to go after it. If it's in the middle of the night, they're going to go after it. Yeah. But they're really? super rudimentary in their thought processes. They're not... They're not smart? They're not smart. Really? No. no. I would have guessed <laughs> owls would be super freaking smart. No. And intelligent at all. Really? The, the thing that cracks me up is that whole wise old owl thing. They're, yes. Their brain is smaller Maybe than Maybe that's why we thought about that. Yeah. We thought that because the... Yeah, well, and it used to be that you, like, all the little stuff that you get at graduation is like the owls with their little yeah. training caps on. Now it's wiener dogs. Yeah, because you're so or wise now. Yeah, that's so funny. Where did the wise and owl thing came from? come from? I don't know. I don't know. Isn't that weird? The, and because the they ask questions. The thing about owls <laughs> is that they... Um, One, two, three... <laughs> <laughs> they're super um, rudimentary and they don't generalize. So if they are used to being in one field and you move them to another field, they just basically look around like, I have no Oh, clue. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of things intrinsically in them, like like radars and stuff, or are they good at flying? I mean, here's a funny story, and I probably told this on the air to at least Sammy over the years, but <laughs> when I lived in Pismo, probably. a great horned owl flew, I lived in the Pismo Heights, flew right into my back screen door oh, yeah. into my house. Oh, wow. So I have this great horn out. My dog is freaking out <laughs> and it's hitting its head on the thing and and then it landed on my toaster <laughs> standing on my toaster. I remember and these, I mean, its talons were like as long as my pinky. They're the the right. nails on these things. And then I finally got it on a, uh, like a brush broom. And then walked it to the garage, opened the garage, and got it out. This was like a six, seven minute ordeal. This thing's all in my house. But I thought, I thought these owls are supposed to have like super great, like boop, boop, you know, well, like they. Okay, so it's weird because they rely more on their hearing than they do on their sight when they're flying. Mm. So they're listening for wherever their prey is, but they're not really paying attention to everything else around them because they're not really looking and that's why you see them dead on the side of the road uh, they're so focused in on following whatever it is that they're chasing that they forget about that car coming at them yeah and they get like super tunnel vision where they don't like literally don't see anything else except for the one thing that they're focusing on so they don't even see that car coming 
Do they, um, how many, do we have these owls here, Screech Owls? Yes, yes. We do. And are these owls, uh, what, what kind of owls do we have the most here? This is a really cute little thing. I don't know. Okay, I, so wherever you have, like, in an area, if you have barn owls, you won't have great horned owls. If you have great horned owls, you won't have barn owls. But I think pretty much everywhere you'd have Screech Owls. Yeah, Screech Owls are, it's amazing how many there are out there. And if you really listen right at dusk, you'll hear them, but you'll never see them. But I think it's a kind of a toss-up between great horns and barns as yeah. far as numbers. I think it's just like regionally, because if you have um, great horn owls will eat barn owls, so you won't ever see them cohabitating. They eat each other? Owls, owls eat each other? Yeah. They're yeah. Very, great horned owls are pretty... Um, opportunistic and they're big enough that they can take down large stuff and weirdly owls have this like ratcheting system in their toes so when they do grab a hold of something if you try to pull that talon out it's it's almost like opening it goes like it makes it, it you feel like your little chiropractor opening their toes but that's crazy but they have such insane gripping power can you pet this one yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, I can yeah. put this one on the oh, head? Yeah, go for it. Oh, yeah. She's sweet as can be. Oh, my gosh. She loves it. Yeah, so the other day um, when I was working in Morro Bay, I guess uh, a nest, a branch from a tree fell down in somebody's backyard, and this big great horned owl nest came down with it, oh, and no. they found a bunch of um, cat collars. No way. In the nest of cats oh, that man. had gone missing so these over the years. Horned owls, I mean, they're, they're also strong, too, right? Like, Yeah. Well, and Where the you thing going, is, is great horns... And this is cool. Great horns will eat skunks, right? <clears throat> but when your know, cat girl. is creeping in the middle of the night and a skunk is creeping in the middle of the night, the owl can't tell the difference. So it's great to have great horns around because they kill skunks. But it's not great when you have cats that you don't bring in at night. So we always tell people, bring your cats in at night. Otherwise, you're going to end up losing your cat to a great horn. Or at least the great horn will grab it. The only thing they're doing is being naughty outside anyway, so... Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. They they don't need to be out decimating the other wild populations <laughs> of animals. We're going to come back. We have our gals from the Falconry Experience in studio. We'll tell you you can get up a close up close to these animals. Really, really cool. We'll do it next. It's Up and Adam in the morning here on The Crush. Thanks for being Up and Adam in the morning. It's The Crush 92.5. My name is Adam Montiel in studio. Sammy Anita, the Falconry Experience. What is up, Sammy? Good to see you, girl. How are you? I'm good. So get in there. Get in that microphone. I know. It's been so long since I've been in studio. This is like the first time in like literal years. Well, you're right because when you would just come over to my house. Yeah. And we just do it in the backyard. Yeah. And I haven't been in studio in so long. I know. Oh, it's so cool. Crazy. I know. We have the most, uh, be- I'll put a video up of the most beautiful little screech owl. And I feel like I've, been, I've always been used to um, fill in the blank. The name of the screech Niles. owl. Niles with the one eye. Mm-hmm. I've had him He's in blind in one eye, too. Really? Yeah, I saw yeah. that. But it's kind of like a foggy. Like, yeah. like not, Niles' eye is like kind of stitched missing. over. Yeah, yeah. they're gone. His eye is kind of like yeah. foggy looking. I know. Um, they're two little pieces. It's like she pod. has a little galaxy in her eye. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what, uh, where did you get that one, that little screech um, owl? She came to us from another rehab center. Yeah. So she was deemed non-releasable. And then... It was so interesting about that. I mean, you have to listen. Go back and we'll post all these. But uh, listening to... Just how, like, you you really will never really see these because they're so good at staying camouflaged and hidden and, 
you know, when they're out and about. So it's really interesting. Yeah. This one, is this owl around here? No. No. This is, oh, just, uh, I mean, it's really a sight to see. And I asked <laughs> if it was a great horned owl because it's big, it's brown, and it's got those big golden eyes. But this is, an, and yeah, it's got the horns, huh? Mm-hmm. But this is not. This is a Eurasian eagle owl, right? Correct. And the crazy thing is, is this is like the forefather of our great horned owl. Oh, wow. So, but they're the largest species of owl in the world. This is it. This is the, so pretty much we talked about the pygmy. The screech owls are pretty small. They give them a run for their money. But this is the biggest owl one will find. This owl is so big. It's got like hair on its feet. And that's, those aren't feathers on its feet, is it? It's actually feathers. They just don't have the side part of the feather. So it's like the main shaft and then it has little, oh. almost like hairs coming off of it. It even has, what look like eyelashes. Yeah. But they're also feathers. If you would turn your head. Now, there's one of my favorite parts about Georgie are these like little wispy hairs that come off his ears. <laughs> and when you have this kind of owl, you have these like wispy little feathers. Now, this, by all accounts, is a strong bird. It's big in size. It's got big, strong wings, a big, bold chest. I mean, a feet and talons that make you just like this by on at their sight. They're like, wow. But then he has like these little frilly little ear feathers that just <laughs> kind of stick up. What do they move? Do they go down kind of like Georgie's when he's happy or he's all yes. fluff too. I mean, look how yeah. the ears go in. Right. Yeah. Right. Just, oh, yeah. yeah. Look at like you just stuck your index finger almost all the way in to his. Uh, yeah. We have a wine cork. Are you going to make it disappear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a wine cork. And today for our magic act. Yeah, we're going to make a wine cork disappear. Ready? No, wait, hold on. Let me get this on vid. We're going to post this. All right, so say what you're going to do again. Go ahead. Oh, this is a big wine cork. Oh, you can okay, do wait. it. That is like an international. There we go. Oh, my it's God. Gone. Let me see. So, I love it. So good. Right in the center <laughs> of his <go>. chest. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big old, just like a whole lot of stuff in there. Okay, yeah, so what, it's what, all fluff. What is he th- thinking right now? What, what's he? What's going on? Nothing. With, yeah, because you know they're, they're, they're kind of dumb. These owls. But what, how is he using um, the the little wisp ears? Do they go down? Do they go up or what? Or they all yeah. stay like that? So they're attached to nerve endings, so they do mm. use it for hearing. Um, but they're not. They're obviously not their ears. Their ears are like right. He's got one right got here, one there, and then one over there. Oh, okay, I see. Right, they're um, offset. Not just up and down, but back and forward. Really? For, for triangulation. Uh-huh. Yeah. But these are connected to nerve endings. So, like, when the vibrations in the air hit them, um, it helps translate all that sound. Where will this live in the world? And stuff. What? Where does this live in the world? Europe, mostly. Um, some in Asia. But the craziest part about the Eurasian eagle owl is that they have the same amount of crushing power in their feet as an alligator does in their bite. Stop it. Yeah. 300 wow. pounds per square inch. So they could literally break your arm through the glove without breaking the skin of the glove. Oh, my gosh. It's it's insane. So when they hang on, you're just sitting there waiting. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Now, imagine an animal of this size that you have here. You know, I would be worried about small babies. Like, I mean, <laughs> this thing could take away anything it wanted to. Well, you see, and that it's crazy that you say that because in Europe, that's what they thought. Yeah. Like, that owl is taking away our babies and uh-huh. so they actually eradicated them from europe but here's the crazy part then came the bubonic plague which came in the form of fleas on rats right so if you have rats what do you need to get rid of rats Owls. so they brought back the eurasian eagle owl no way. to eat the rats and they are they were the reason that the bubonic plague basically ended because they 
to stop the, the, you know, stop the, the transmission. Yeah. Yeah. Now, were they okay if they ate the rats with the yeah. wings? They yeah. They were okay, okay. But crazy, um, because owls eat skunks, and skunks can carry rabies, mm. owls can also carry rabies. Oh, wow. But what are the chances you're going to get bit by an owl? Yeah, right. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. But because they're warm-blooded, and people think, oh, only mammals can get rabies, but it's not true. Owls can, too. Yeah. Bird bites or something. Again, I only had a cockatiel. Please don't do it. But, uh, but Rocky would bite every once in a while. And getting bit by even a cockatiel, I can't even imagine if you have a parrot. But can you imagine what the force of that beak well, he has? Their beaks aren't very strong. Really? No, it's their feet. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so is he not killing? So he's not. So is he literally just killing? Is he when he's killing something? Mm -hmm. Is he using his beak to hold it and then killing with his feet? They no. They simply grab a hold and smush. Okay. And um, the crushing power alone will either you know snap a vertebrae or stop them from breathing. I mean, it's just yeah. insane grip. We have the falconry experience in studio. We're going to come back with uh, what's this uh, guy gal's name? Her name is Retta. Oh, the one coming up? No, uh, who do you have in, on you right now? Oh, his name is Jack. Jack. It's like Jack-o'-lantern. Really? I got to come around and get a picture. Will you let me hug him? Yes. I'll come get my hug in a second. All right, we're going to continue with the ladies here on the Falconry Experience. It is Up and Adam in the Morning. To bring Up and Adam in the Morning, it is The Crush, 92.5 Adam Montiel. Wow. Looks like you got a talkative one here. We got the Falconry Experience. We got Anita and, of course, Sammy. In studio, ladies, thank you so much for being up and at him in the morning. Absolutely. Okay, so this bird, wow, I've never seen anything like this. What is it? It looks like a bee, like a half, it's like a half hawk, half seagull. <laughs> it kind of looks know? like it, kind of sounds like it. it sounds too. like it too, yeah. Yeah. What is this? Most people say penguin. <laughs> yes, it does look like a penguin. <laughs> She's got like the red tail hawk. Tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that, a, that's not a red tail hawk, is it? It's the African version of a red-tailed hawk. So cool. It's, it's called an auger buzzard, but <laughs> she has a lot to say. Yeah. Um, in in other <laughs> countries other than our own, when you refer to a hawk, you refer to it as a buzzard. Yeah. But Disney led us to believe that buzzards and vultures were the same, but buzzards are actually hawks. Really? Yeah. So our red-tailed hawk is actually a buzzard. Okay. So this is kind of Africa's version of it. Why did Disney do that? Why does Disney make ostriches yeah. put their head in the sand? I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess you're right, huh? So um, so go on with this one a little bit more. Go ahead. So they're from Africa, and they're super prevalent there, but they are more closely related to eagles than they are hawks. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I know. I told you she was the most talkative. I love it. She's, she's very opinionated, but she is a superstar. So Yeah. She was in a Shakira video. No so, way. Yeah. What did she do in the Shakira video? She just flew. Yeah. But she gets very hormonal. And so um, the trainers that had her for movie and television work decided that they couldn't really trust her during her hormonal part of the year. Yes. And so um, they gave her to us for education. Okay. So um, what? Will you guys do with this dog? I mean, with this uh, bird? Will you will you fly like in your falconry business? Or no, she's retired. She's kind of an old lady, so oh, really? she okay. just she just hangs out. She does whatever. This looks she beautiful. Wants, really. Yeah, really, really pretty bird. Yeah, like completely like, back and get hand white hand. chest, but then a really cool yeah, the brown, brown, and then like this. Oh. What do you call that at the bottom? Ah, of the, ah, ah, 
Ah! Yeah, it's really cool looking. Ah! And then there are some like red tails underneath. Yeah, yes. and they're they're a red-tailed bird, but their tail is much shorter than our red-tailed hawks, and their wings are much longer. So when she's sitting there, you can't see the tail at all right. until she starts to fly. But that just that black and white coloration to me is the coolest part. Yeah. So um, main differences between hawks and eagles, even falcons though in there, are, are there some pivotal differences and yes. uniquenesses? <laughs> so falcons all what we call long wings. They have longer wings and their wings are very pointed. Um, they look like jet airplanes when they're flying. They have longer toes. They have specialized beaks. Hawks have broader wings. They're more rounded. And sometimes you'll even see some feathers that look like fingers sticking out. Um, they're Falcons hunt on the wing. So they catch stuff that is flying already. That's just incredible Whereas, to me. What? That's incredible to me. That's oh, just, yeah. yeah. To be slammed at 200 miles an hour while you're flying, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Or I mean, because there's, there's some sort of collision, right? Like you grab it with your feet. And then you're, you have to like regather your, your, you know, gauge your balance and then continue the flight. Yeah. Right. Wow. Right. So you're, <laughs> you're speeding down at over 200 miles an hour. You slam into something and basically either kill it or knock it out and then re-grab it and then float to the ground with it. Mm -hmm. Like so insane. Cool. Yeah. Whereas hawks actually slam into things on the ground. So they have to go slower, obviously. Otherwise crashing into the ground at 200 miles an hour would be bad. Right. Um, but they will tail chase. In other words, they will chase things that are running away from them, catch them, and then they just use their ability to grab really hard with their, to, beak. With their feet. With their feet. Yeah. Got it. It's all about the feet. Of course, with these birds, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, raptor so. means hunt with your feet. Okay. Um, like velociraptors hunted with their feet. Oh, really? Okay, okay. I didn't know that. Um, so that's what this one will do. And this one's eating what? She eats mostly mice. Um, we feed her squirrels, rats, quail. quail, and rabbit. And it's just, for this one, we're not going to like put a mouse on the ground and let's get a swirl around and go down to it, right? You're probably just giving it a mouse? Yeah, everything we buy is like commercially raised for that specific purpose. Yeah. So when we get mice, we get like 400 pounds of mice. Oh my gosh. Like an entire freezer full of mice. How much does like 400 pounds of mice go for these days? Um, they're like 25 cents a mouse. Wow. It's amazing. It's it's expensive. I bet. Yeah, you, you know, got to feed all these animals. Yeah, quail is mean, expensive. We have yeah. uh, about twenty birds. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you figure each one is eating one so to three mice or, or an entire quail, which quail are about two dollars each. Yeah. Every single day. Wow. Yeah. So this thing and it's uh, so this will be in Africa. Correct. And this will be seeing mice or rodents on the ground. It'll swoop in, grab them with their feet, mm -hmm. and then take them somewhere else and go to town. Yeah. Got it. Or if it's small enough, they'll probably just land on the ground and pop yeah. it down right then. Oh, for sure. And then um, these things, they do, are they living high up in trees? Or are they, they, or are they nesting? They nest in trees. Okay. They, the crazy thing about auger buzzards, so most birds, when they lay their eggs, they are going to... Lay them about a day apart or two days apart. And then once they've laid all their eggs, they'll sit down on them and let them incubate. Mm -hmm. And so the babies hatch relatively at the same time. Whereas auger buzzards, the first egg is laid, they start sitting on it. And they'll continue to lay three more eggs. But when that first egg hatches, it's a good four to eight days older than the last one that hatches. Yeah. So it's much bigger, much stronger. Uh -huh. And in auger buzzards and in eagles, they practice what's called fratricide, where the largest one will kill off the younger ones. 
to ensure its survival. Yeah. But you got to figure in the wild, out of those four, only one's going to survive to adulthood, wow. anyways. But when we breed auger buzzards in captivity, of course, we want all four eggs to survive. For sure. So we let the parents raise one, and we raise the other three. Oh, okay. So do you let them decide, like, hey, this is the one that would have lasted out of these four, and we'll take these other three? How does that work? As a, We actually take them away before they hatch. Oh, got so it. So they get to incubate the one egg, and then we incubate the other three. Right. And raise them. Wow. Well, I'm at, now, do these do... Do these animals sometimes do some of the things that you see, like, the birds around here do? Or, like, don't they, like, shove a, a, the babies out of the nest? And If the baby isn't doing well, a lot of times when oh, you yeah. find babies on the ground, it's because that baby wasn't doing well. And the parents aren't going to spend a lot of energy on something that's not going to survive. They want to spend their energy on the successful ones. And that's, you know, just part of nature. Um, so a lot of times when you find babies on the ground, if there's not been wind or cats or something else disturbing them, it's usually those babies got pushed out of the nest for a reason. So interesting. Yeah, it's like so, when you find like a baby fox or something that got abandoned by its mom or a baby coyote. We usually like, even at rehab centers, you don't even find out what's... <laughs> Samantha is the poop interpreter. Oh, that, Look that, at that. that. It went everywhere. That's a oh. big one. Too. Oh, did it get all over your thing? Oh, no. All no, all over your, your stool. stool. Oh, <laughs> There is stool on your stool. Literally, huh? No, it's yes. funny because like the when the screech owl, like it pooped once on my shorts and it was mm -hmm. reminding me of a cockatiel poop. Yeah. Like you yeah. just, just not, Yeah, and if it's not too runny, you could just literally touch it with a thing and it'll come right up. Not the same. No, that that uh, hawk buzzard just mm -hmm. like <laughs> Hawks do what we call slicing where they lift their tail and they shoot their poop yeah. out behind them. And that ensures that they're not standing in their own poop. Right. But um yeah. It will go like pretty far feet. Like a couple yeah, feet. Oh, really? Like, wow. Shoot. That's and, um, it would have reached ah, the crush. Ah. Do a lot of these birds just poo in flight? I mean, because we've always seen like a seagulls will poo Usually in flight. Usually not. Not really, no. Not really, no? The seagulls? Seagulls seem to poo in flight. Oh, yes. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That is what I spend my entire day doing is getting pooped on by seagulls. So yeah. It's a pee. Uh, like when you go to the Bacara with the falcons? Oh, no, when I'm in Morro Bay. Oh, um, really? Oh, yeah. you're Morro Bay, right? You do the Embarcadero there? <clears throat> right? And seagulls have um, yeah. accuracy when pooping. So they will fly over you and direct their poop at you if they don't like you. Really? It's awesome. Yeah. That's actually real? I got pooped on like 30 times in the first day. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I have to start wearing a poncho. <laughs> People, I'm not, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. People uh. walk up to her and to talk to her. And she's like, oh, no, no, you need to back up because oh, I God. am the splash zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feet, please. Yeah. I'm like, it's not. it's not for me. Right. I it's, don't mind having you close. I'm like, but I think it's your in your best interest to yeah. stay back at least. I love how feet. Sammy has quieted the bird down and now he'll do these little like is it a he? I don't know. She. She Honking. will be like um oh. you know, like little little teeny sounds. Oh, oh. <laughs> she's He's such got a his sweet head bird. Down. Yeah. Really sharp beak. Like that beak comes down to a absolute point right there. Oh. Wow. And this thing's eating mice and rodents. Okay, wow, the feet look pretty cool. Very different feet than the She's big owl. Little itty bitty feet. Almost looks like yeah, but like um, almost like what you'd see on like the bald eagle, like just wrinkled yeah. skin, <laughs> rather say than like with the eat, the with the owl had almost like this uh, what looked like fur. Yeah. Wow. And you can actually tell when birds of prey get older because just like us, they get wrinkly. Oh, so the wow. wrinkles appear around their feet, and they get really. Like loose skin, like really? Yeah, isn't that? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then it go, obviously that <laughs> that would go all the way up their legs, right? Yeah. I, yeah. But if there's feathers on their legs, yeah. so yeah. And they have scales under, you know, Do they? Okay. on their legs. It's, right. It's scaly, but they definitely, it's like their skin just bags down to their feet. <laughs> so interesting. Does this one have a, a so really big kind of like tuft of yeah. room that, that the, yep. you it's can stick your finger Deep as the owl, deep as the owl, but yeah, it's so it's so funny what the feathers do to the bird because you think of like when you see like a hairless cat or a hairless dog. I mean, you can imagine like just what a hairless bird would look like. I'm sure you do when they're when they're born, but it's so. He's looking at me like, what are you talking about? What a cool, beautiful hawk! Know, this is a, an auger buzzard, correct? Which is the African version of what we know as a red-tailed hawk, but it's yeah. very different than a red-tailed hawk. Yeah, I mean the only like the only real similarity is that they are in the same family of birds, and then they um, they have red tails. But other than that, they look vastly different. I'm looking at a picture of it now, and you, you um, what you said about how sometimes hawks can have uh, their wings splayed out; they look like individual fingers. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's an auger buzzard right there. Yeah. So that's that what crazy? this dude, that's what she would look like if she uh-huh. put her wings out and flew away. Wow. Can this one fly still? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Uh, do you train this to fly like the falcons? Like, will it go and come back to you and stuff? Um, She knows how to. She chooses not to anymore. Yeah. She's a little, a little too lazy. Yeah. She doesn't have to. So. Are you bringing this one to the Renaissance Fair? Yes, I am. Cool. How do you manage all these birds? This can be so much fun. <laughs> I love it. We got uh, Sammy and Anita here from the Falconry Experience. We're going to tell you how you could uh, see these birds in real life up with them in Paso. Of course, um, they're going to be at Laguna Lake Park this weekend for the Renaissance Fair with the, all the animals that you're seeing here today, like the Eurasian Eagle Owl is going to be up there, the falcons, of uh, this beautiful auger buzzard, which is like a African red tail hawk. Just gorgeous. I have to take a picture of this one when we get into commercial but we're going to come back and talk more about how you can do what they're called wings and wine wine and wings wings, wings and, wine. and wine. wine wings and wine i love it it's next you're up and out in the morning in studio now the falconry experience we have sammy we have anita ladies thanks for being up and adam thank you for having us up and adam this morning so much fun we had a eurasian eagle owl mm-hmm. which uh the, i mean massive the biggest biggest owl there is right anita yep and he's small really yeah wow yeah, the female is like twice his size. Really? Yeah. Oh and my he's like, gosh. He's just little in general, but the males are smaller than the females. That's so the interesting. Females are like substantially. And speaking larger. of small, we had a little screech owl, yeah. which we'll be posting a video of. Amber. And then we met the auger buzzard, which yeah. is kind of like an African red tail hawk. Yep. That was very, very vocal. She did her own interview. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. She <laughs> definitely did. She was answering the question. That for was you. so good. Um, what do you have a favorite, Anita? It's so hard to pick a favorite. Oh, come on, you got one. Parents always okay. have one. I have a little <laughs> lanner falcon. <laughs> She's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um I have a little lanner falcon. They are a Egyptian it's a North African little falcon that are just goofy and playful. And when you meet him, he like he thinks that people are hilarious. He's such a goober. Mm-hmm. The first time we free flew him like let him really fly he flew for 30 minutes and did not want to come down he was like i'm having a blast and yeah kept just, buzzing by us like he's like he'd be like hi mom yeah hi mom like hi, 20 mom. feet over like, my head but didn't want to come down of coming back yeah <laughs> he finally got tired and then he comes right back to you mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and then uh sammy do you have a favorite of these birds and uh, could- ranger my harris hawk yeah the one that we fly in the falconry experiences and the wings and wine yeah stuff yeah and that's the that's- one where 
That's my buddy. That's your buddy, huh? Mm-hmm. And that's the one where we did, because uh, we posted that video. Yeah. We're like, oh, I'm yeah. holding my arms. And then mm-hmm. it literally, got, that's the Harris Hawk? Yeah. And it guides with its feet. It leads with its feet through the hoop or your arms yeah. and then goes and lands on you. Unbelievable. Yeah. So let's talk about that Wings and Wines, Wings and Wines experience that you guys do. It is, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, we're on the Central Coast, so you got to have wine, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And so we, and we use Falcons to keep wine grapes good. In other words, we use the Falcons to scare off the starlings that eat grapes. And of course, the number one grape eaten by starlings is Pinot. Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you love your wow. Pinot, you got to love your Falconer. Yeah. They are starting <laughs> next week out in the vineyards and they will be there until those grapes are harvested every single day, all day. So we thought, why not do falconry in a vineyard? Yeah. And so we introduce people to a variety of birds. They get to hold Jack, they get to hold a falcon, and then we go out into the vineyard itself and we fly Ranger and they get to catch him on their glove. And it's the first time he lands is always that magical moment. Yeah. So you mean I always say it's the face. The face that people get that we live for because that face of, oh, my God, that was the coolest thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. And then afterwards, we sit and we drink with the winemaker. That's so cool. And it's amazing. Yeah. So you're on the east side of the 46, right? Yes. Um, wings and wine. You go to the falconryexperience.com, correct? Yep, correct. And really, um, you, you guys are able to book appointments. So it's not like you do this at 1, 3, and 5. It's like you could call say, hey, let's set up an appointment and let's do yep. it. Yep. Pretty That's much pretty because cool. the winery is open by appointment only right now. So yeah. um, they kind of carried that over. They were like, we actually like it this way. We don't yeah, have a lot of parties just showing up in the middle right. of the Right. And then, so what if like you have a group of six? What if you have a group of two? What if you have a group of ten? Is it is it different it's, how you work it or what? It's a price per person. Yeah. So we try not to do groups of more. Th- we'd like four. Mm-hmm. But six is probably our limit because we want it to be that special thing between them and the birds. If you get too many people doing the experience together, it just you get lost in the crowd. And I yeah. really want people to have that individual experience. Yeah, I love this. So cool. Uh, the Wings and Wine Experience. You can check it out the falconryexperience.com and really see all the birds we had in the studio today. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. Anita and Sammy. Well, I know Sammy's off to Arizona for, uh, you're going to be uh, visiting a wedding. You're going to be attending a wedding. Yeah. You're going to be attending a wedding. Very yes. good. And then you're going to be at the Renaissance Fair. The Renaissance Fair, like it can't get any more fun than that. Yeah, are you? And you're going to have the. And you're kind of working it, so you're going to be all dressed up. People are going to see you in your Renaissance gear. Uh, yep. <laughs> and I'm you hoping it's too unsure. hot. What, are, you wait, gotta... are you waiting for it to come from Amazon or something? You sound unsure. <laughs> no, I actually oh, borrow clothes from other people because I don't do that many Renaissance fairs. Yeah. The clothing is pretty specific. Fair, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of it. I don't know how they do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. You just like look at petticoat after petticoat after petticoat. Yeah. Just like, you're like, they must have like a hundred pounds of clothing on. I know. I stand hey, with a fan going up my dress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't be comfortable and that's got to be so hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be this weekend, 15th. I know, 16th, 17th? Yeah. 16th, 17th. Uh, at the Laguna, the big Renaissance Festival, Central Coast. And you'll be able to see some of uh, Anita and Sammy's birds there. Anita's going to have out uh, the owl that you brought in. Yep. The a falcon, um, the this yep. hawk. Um, yeah, so all th- three of these birds will be there. Cool. And plus a ton more. So nice. There's going to be f- at least four of us falconers there. And, and then can- there's a show. Yeah. Where we're going to be flying a bird over people's heads. No way. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't believe I had this huge, like the largest owl in the world 
and I'm holding it on my arm next to me, and I'm giving it a hug. That was the craziest part of my day that that happened. So thanks for making that happen. I love it. You guys, uh, thefalconryexperience.com, these exotic animals, these uh, birds are just beautiful. So much fun to have in here. Uh, Ladies, thanks for hanging out, being up and Adam in the morning. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Up and Adam in the morning. With Adam Montiel. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. The Crush 92.5, the perfect blend.